regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. That's his game face. He's getting serious. Welcome back. Giving Captain Reversal a hard time. He's, he got his game. As soon as the music turns on, he, he goes into serious mode. It's like a switch. Yes, the BS has to stop. Like, what's that over the top with Sylvester Stallone when he turns his hat backwards? Uh-huh. It's like a... You really know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like a switch that turns me on. You work out driving on the road in the big truck. Yeah, dude, he's doing push-ups against the bumper. Like, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's possibly the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Well, at the time, I've definitely seen way dumber things since then. Uh... Let's see. We got some housekeeping to do. Uh, leave us a five star rating. Housekeeping done. Just kidding. Uh, I'm going to put a poll up on this one if I can figure out how. I know that Buford had done it in the past, so I'm going to put a poll up because uh, I released a show the one of the, not the last one but the one before at uh, 3 a.m. on a Monday, and it did really well. Uh, and so I'm curious what people uh, prefer because. This one we're doing on a Wednesday. Typically, we do these on uh, Thursday or Friday, and we can release them. As long as there's not a lot of editing, I can release them immediately that evening or the next morning. If anybody cares to or has a present uh, a preference, uh, if I can get this poll up, participate in the poll, or send us an email about it, or send us an email about anything. Uh, info, what is it? Info at bcblpodcast.com. And I'm on True Social, uh, Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. Uh What's the dealio on our Instagram? Did you ever fire that back up? We need that. No, I didn't. This is it. <laughs> I, I didn't. I mean, it just didn't. Back like, you can't see you know, nothing like that. Hey, I'm, I'm going to get on. I'll get it, Chief. Okay, you asked me what happened. If I got started, I didn't. I can. Okay. Well, that's what I was looking for. The part that I, yeah, the progress, the progressive part of where we can make something actually happen with it. And Uncle Thomas is back again. So this makes three, uh, the third show for you. All right. Oh, good dealio. Are good you excited? Charm. Always. Cool. Um, I, there, there's some other stuff I'm missing. We'll get to it when I remember it. But we're going to start off this evening on Breitbart. And I'm going to give you guys a heads up because the the Dylan Mulvaney thing is still in the news. And I just can't help myself to ignore it. I, I, can't, I, can't, I don't think it's possible. I, In fact, Buford, we were just talking about this. He sent a, he got a new Lazy Boy. And it, it looks really comfortable. I'm going to have to go test drive it uh, when I get time. And... I included him in the Bud Light Photoshop deal. So, and uh, if people also would like, send us email, and I will send you the one of Captain Reverso, or I'll put it on my True Social of Captain Reverso with the Bud Light can. If anybody wants to see what he looks like, he would prefer that you didn't. So he likes to, you know, keep it on the the down low. I think people would be enamored by his mustache, though. Might nobody wants to see some ladies might want to go for. <laughs> for we're not allowed hours, to yeah. say that. We, we can too. That's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> Breitbart.com. James Comer to provide, quote, concerning update on Biden family business probe. I can tell you what that concerning update is. They're crooks. <laughs> Case closed. House Oversight Committee chairs James Comer. 
announced Wednesday he will provide an official update in the coming weeks on the Biden family business investigation upon completion of reviewing the family's suspicious activity reports, SARs, held at the Treasury Department. Over the years, U.S. banks have flagged over 150 SARs from Hunter and James Biden that included, quote, large amounts of money flagged for further review. SARs are often... I'm sorry, often contain evidence of potential criminal activities such as money laundering and fraud, according to a 2020 Senate report. So wait a minute. They often contain evidence. So often would mean if it's even 10% of the time out of 150, you've got 15, which I'm going to say it's more than 15% of the time if it's often, often because if something's often, it would be above at least 50, right. probably above 50%. Yeah, at least. About 80 yeah, so 150, well, it's, it's Hunter Biden. So 150, I'm going to say we're probably at a hundo percentage. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So so is that the things that they ask you about if you deposit a certain amount of money over, was it 10000 now, or is it less? Uh, dude, I was going to bring that up. That was yeah. kind of one of the, the do, do you know what the threshold is for suspicious activity for us? Uh I thought it used to be ten thousand, didn't it? Yeah, maybe. But do you know what it is now? After no. this administration, six hundred dollars. Oh, is that the new? The new oh, okay. no, yeah. uh, transactions over six hundred dollars will be scrutinized. I don't know if they'll personally contact you, but they will be examined. Well, so, explain to do, huh? But yeah, and that that was one of the things when they passed that. We talked about it, but because I used to sell stuff online, and everybody makes fun of me for the Ninja Turtle stuff. <laughs> I sold a Ninja Turtle for two thousand dollars. Get some of that reverso. I'm good. Oh, so you don't want $2,000? I do, but I don't want to have to sell one of those stupid things to get it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, come on. If you saw the... I, I, so I saw this thing at a yard sale, bought it, sold it for $2,000, so you wouldn't do that. So whatever, I mean... Over the years, UF banks have flagged over 150 SARs from Hunter and James Biden that included large amounts of money flagged for further review. We already discussed that, and that's what we got off on before the, the, the uh, going off the rails there. Is yet six hundred dollars. So that that's the rules for a swine. Six hundred dollars for the oh. Bidens. It's there's not one. There's there's no limit. Us peasants. Yeah. Uh, quote over the past two weeks, GOP oversight has combed through Biden family bank records and suspicious activity reports filed against Hunter Biden. We also continue to gather info from whistleblowers. Comer posted on Twitter. It doesn't look good for the uh, POTUS. I will update the American people soon. Speaking on Fox News, Comer said the SARs have been valuable to his probe. Comer is investigating the Biden family for nine violations, including wire fraud and money laundering. Quote, we are probably going to have a press conference within the next two weeks to update the American, next two weeks, that's a typo on their behalf, not mine, to update the American people on what we, all we found. Comer said it's very concerning. In March, Comer revealed from the SARs that the Biden family received a collective 1.3 million cut in 2017 from a Biden family business associate who has sent $3 million, wire, $3 million wire transfer from CEFC China Energy Company. Hunter has confirmed the $1.3 million CEFC payout. <laughs> That's not true. Joe Biden denied the existence of the payout. Uh. Hmm. So in this one instance, I'm going to say that Hunter's being honest. In the uh. That's, It's not true. Okay, come on, man. The Biden family previously negotiated a deal with CEFC from which Joe Biden, the big guy, would receive a 10% equity stake in the joint venture with Hunter's former business partner, Tony Bobulinski. In 2017, Hunter earned $1 million 
a $1 million legal retainer from the company's chairman, Yi, impronounceable last name. Hunter also received a large diamond from Yi worth an estimated 80000 in February 2017. Another thing with Hunter Biden is he's doing his paintings again and selling them to this anon- mm-hmm. the anonymous buyers. I would, And that's the bad thing about it. I'd love to get my hands on some of that beautiful art. Mm. How much blow do you have to do to come up with these stupid things? But we'll, Apparently a lot. There's one of these a headline I saw today where they're uh, putting uh, like a... Uh, like vet, uh, what do you call that stuff? The tranquilizer for like dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fentanyl. Right. It would be awesome if you got a hold of that. That would be hilarious. Mm. <laughs> so we're, 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 you talk about where they make it to where Narcan doesn't work? I don't, that'd be fine. That, well, that's what well, I, I don't. I don't know, but I'm just saying I'd like yeah. to see Hunter Biden partake of it. Yeah, I saw a news story where they're talking about the animal tranquilizers would make it to where your lungs still basically shut down. You stop breathing even though they administer Narcan. Yeah. So... I, that is kind of scary, though. What? You, know, you get a hold of it accidentally or something well, like you've that. You've been messing with some fentanyl all the time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm only not, on days that end with why. I'm I'm not. I'm yeah. I mean, whatever you put in fentanyl is fine by me, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I- isn't it possible to absorb it through your skin? Is that is that a thing? Yeah. So well, how do you know this? I've heard it. On you ever watch La PD? Yeah. Cops? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have. It's been a while. Well, I, I I think it's possible you can absorb it through your skin. So say you or your kids found it, not you, but say your kids found it and picked it up. Is that, isn't that why officers always wear gloves now when they search cars in case they come across it and it doesn't get absorbed through their skin? I, I, I guess. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look it up again. I just want Hunter Biden to get a hold of it is all I'm saying. Okay. Fair I enough. I mean, is that, is, that's okay, right? I'm sure he wants to get a hold of it too. Yeah, that's my point. Exactly. It's like George Floyd. Who said that? Oh. Listen. Yes. George Kirby. Uncle Tom. I'm sorry. Yes, St. George Kirby. He was an angel. I saw him on the side of a building one time, and I got struck by lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Comer has additionally uncovered that a top Biden family business associate received $179,836.86 on November 5th, 2015, while Joe Biden was vice president, a previously unreported sum Although the amount appears to be insignificant to the $31 million received by the business during Joe Biden's reign as vice president, the new finding builds upon the previous reporting in 2022, the Breitbart News senior contributor Peter Schweizer. The SIRs are likely going to provide a money trail from Hunter and James Biden to a Ukrainian energy company. Here we go. In April of 2014, Hunter joined the board of Burisma just two years before Joe Biden stated he forced the firing of prosecutor Victor Shokin investigating Burisma. Despite Hunter's lack of experience in Ukraine or the energy sector, he was paid 83000 per month by the energy company or $1 million per year just weeks after his father announced or was announced as the quote-unquote point person on U.S. foreign policy toward Ukraine. So anybody that's listening to this that still believes in the Ukraine BS, if there are any, surely there are not. There, there's your answer as to why we're over there. Now they're saying uh, that they uh, want to be – I saw Lindsey Graham in the news the other day saying he wanted to have boots on the ground in – Taiwan, like that's and uh, Mike Pompeo was saying that as well. So it was and they can put their boots on the ground over there, then yeah, them and their children is what they can do. So, and the next article I have up is uh, I want to do this last week dailymail.com. Chinese spy balloon did gather intelligence from sensitive U.S. military sites. Some of the bullet points, uh, signals could be collected from base communications or weapon systems. China has maintained the balloon was a civilian airship that's straight off. I'm sorry? 
Oh, phone call. Okay, cool. Yeah, put them through. Hello. 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 Yes. Hello. Oh, hello. Who do we have here? Who 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 talked to me on phone? You call me. I this general Wang Wong, People Republic Army of China. Why where you come for busy? Very busy here. We, I, our military very strong. Very strong exercise round Taiwan. Listen, what a coincidence because uh the Chinese spy balloon, uh, apparently you got, this was a weather, I'm sorry, the Chinese weather balloon. We said weather balloon. A weather balloon take information from America. Go over mega city. You know to two-way. China already have data. <laughs> data show. Boy, one big girl. Soldier, no one fight China. <laughs> no one will fight. Too busy, one big girl. Are, are you referring to the transgender trend in the United States of America? Uh, I'm sorry, what, what is your name, sir? General Wang Wong. Okay, Mr. Wong. Are you referring to transgenderism? We make we make Mark Social one big girl. TikTok, we rules up social media so that Mark Social, he no one fight. He too busy, won't put on makeup. Make kiss kiss face in mirror. <laughs> he won't be girl. He's not too busy to be girl to fight China. <laughs> I, I'm just having a hard time processing it. They're, so, America, very simple. China won't win fight without fight. How China win? We take fight out of America. Make America soldier. No one be fight man like World War Two or like Vietnam. Want to be girl? He stay all day study in mirror practice. Walk like woman. woman. Put on ripstick like woman. No one be man. No one fight. There's no one fight. No one pick up rifle and fight China. Too too scared. Too busy going on dates with men to be girl. Why they no one fight? Uh, that is an absolutely brilliant plan, General Wong. Um, do you, so I was reading yesterday about the uh, Chinese the social credit score and how basically y'all guys are is, are you behind. The uh, Bud Light deal with the with the transgender. <laughs> we we rap all time about America. Oh, sex want to be girl, and now America favorite drink that drink for men supposed to be for men now for men who pretend to be woman. Every piece of American society become obsessed and want be woman. There is no danger, China. No danger, China. Not at all. No danger. Not none. No danger, China. Okay, that's fine. So there's no danger to China. Now, the Biden administration has very specifically said they had some pointed language for uh, directed at China, I guess, about uh, Taiwan. And he said they are ready to defend against Taiwan. No, no ready, no ready. Defend with what? With men who won't be girls? They're no ready to fight. They're no ready to fight. All good American weapon design, we already steal. We already copy design. We know everything that you can do. And Baroon take pictures of men pants around like women in dresses. No ready to fight. No Taiwan. No defense. They old man pooping pants in front of Pope. Not ready to fight China. Not ready to defend Taiwan. Taiwan belongs to us. Always belongs to us, American. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't know how we got connected. Uh, did you Did you have anything you also want to add? I, okay. I mean, I see that. You you guys have had some great success in uh, corrupting the American military, making them want to be women. I understand that. Is is that your only plan of attack? Listen, no soldier, no fight. America too soft, one big woman. 
no matter if military or not, American society, right, for China, influence. And here in China, we teach boys to become men. Elementary school students learn weapons, fighting. America, no such do. America, rainbow, be woman. It's no problem for China. <laughs> no problem at all for China. Well, listen, you are more than welcome to call back. I don't know how we got in touch, but I hope this happens again in the future. And I, I appreciate your information, Mr. General Wong. Uh, well, 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 yo, you're here, Marco. You're listening here, Marco. We taking over everything. You, we will owe you. You in debt to China forever. Your great, great, great grandchildren being dead to China do things the way China. China done with superpower. North America. America too busy, one big girl. <laughs> By design. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, how do you foresee the Ukraine debacle going? Are you guys going to get involved there? Are you guys aligning with China? America, I'm sorry, with Russia? America, no worry. Need to worry. America, no worry. Listen, China, China ready to take over wherever China needs to take over. America spent too much money spending on Ukraine. No worry about fighting China. China continue giving government, people, American government, at school, and society become girl. That is design. That is America. You have been decent to China. China has won the board. We never fire shot. We win. We win through TikTok, social media. <laughs> we take away will to fight. All men now concerned about being woman. Won't be woman. Sing songs. Man feel like my woman. Not, not good for fighting China. No fight to China. So, but again, our our president, President Joe Biden, and Lindsey Graham, one of our state, one of our senators, uh, and a few others, they are committed uh, to putting American no, troops America, in Taiwan. America, America, you don't understand. You too far. You too. See, this why sometimes China work too good. You not see. You not smart enough. See, listen, Joe Biden and Lindsey Graham, they we buy them. We buy them. We own them. We own them. They do. We give money to them. They do what China thinks. So they talk. They talk, talk, talk. Big game about China. But when come time with soldiers, one big girl, they do nothing because we pay them. They do nothing. You understand, American? Do, I do. Do Do you have any information on Hunter Biden's business dealings there? You could share with our listeners. We Hunter Biden made very business deal. Good business deal for China. Go for Hunter Biden. Make very good deal. We're not going to say more, but we make very good deal. Very good benefit for China. Very good benefit for Biden family. Did did any of your contemporaries uh, indulge in any of Hunter Biden's? Uh, did, did he bring the good stuff over there? Did you guys share some of his drugs? Uh, no, China, no drugs. No drugs, China. We, China, you with death penalty for drugs. No, no China drugs. We sell fentanyl for you. Your people use it and die. So you become woman or you die. That's how China beats you. You become woman or you die fentanyl. That's how we win. <laughs> it's very genius plan. I was the part of the plan. That, uh, I, I, I appreciate the call. Uh, and you're more than welcome to call. I hope you call back again. Well, too busy make new app if you could. Maybe call sometime. Too busy beat Marco. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, then. Thank you very much for that. That uh, that's pretty crazy, dude. General Wing Wong. It wasn't Wang. Wang Wong. Was it Wang Wong? I don't know. So hard to understand sometimes. 
Rissen. He wants you to Rissen. Rissen. Rissen good. Yeah. So uh, that confirms what we already suspected about Lindsey Graham. <laughs> oh, what did you say was next? Maybe he'll call back again. Maybe. Today. I look forward to it. Me too. What, what was that? What do you got next? Oh. Um, a video on Twitter from. About, oh yeah, so you got the, the the CEO. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you got two videos on that, right? Yeah. And this will be what the. This is the VP of marketing for Anheuser Busch. Yeah. About the Bud Light decision. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember why I put this here, but that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Roll with it, dude. Well, I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light, and it was. This brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like Mm -hmm. we need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what 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 does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign can you, can you that's that? truly. I, I'm I'm confused. There was no future for Bud Light, and it needs to be rebranded. It needs to evolve, but at the same time, it's incredibly iconic. Is I mean, is that not kind of contra- yeah. I mean, is that not extremely yeah. contradictory? Ooh. It's an iconic brand, but there's it's no dying. there's no future, no future and it's dying. But it's incredible. What what made it iconic? Because it was iconic, why would you need to change it so drastically? Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. Inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm-hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty kind of out of touch humor and it was really important that we had another approach but it was incredibly iconic but yet it's fratty and out of touch yet incredibly iconic how that how does i mean i'm honestly how does that even what doesn't because this woman's a complete idiot uh and, and dude and you tell me but Dude, Bud Light was all I knew in high school. Like, I know the, I mean, the, uh, we used to buy it at the, uh, Amico. One of my buddies that was in high, also in high school would just sell it to us, too. But that's, that was our preferred choice was Bud Light. And, uh, man, my coworker here, that was his, uh, dude, multiple coworkers of mine. That was what they drank. Like, they're all finding new beer to drink now. They won't, they won't buy it anymore after. And dude, we're all around the forty-year range, so they've been drinking Bud Light beer for twenty years or more. That sounds like more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, dude. My my experience or knowledge about Bud Light goes as far as the commercials because you know I don't drink. So they were uh, they had some. Like, I think that was Real Men of Genius. Real yeah. Men yeah. of Genius. And the Clydesdale commercials, yeah. always good. Now the Bud Light and Budweiser are like this, the same company, but they were they were they were marketed differently. Right. But like Bud, I think Bud Light was the more funny one. I mean, they had the the, the yeah. Clydesdales. They Budweiser did like a really good commercial after nine eleven, and then they didn't wouldn't play it anymore or something. Like, right. which one was the Penguins? I don't know. I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. But you do do vaguely remember it, right? The Penguins. Yeah. Yes. I can't remember. 
I don't know if that was, but it may have been Bud Light. I don't, I can't uh, remember. I just remember the real men of genius, and I thought those were those were pretty clever. But no, she's taking it in a whole new direction, man. Like the profits are soaring. Oh yeah, they're down mm-hmm. nearly five billion. Five or six. I saw a headline that I thought said six. Yeah, well, last maybe, I saw was four now. for sure, but but close to five. I think we're. I mean, honestly, let, let me let me check. I, I'm sure it's it's an ongoing number. Yeah, you know, yeah it keeps falling. No, like I, Biden's I, approval rating. Hey, you know, let me be clear. Let's see where it go. I know the stock's down three percent. So yeah, so this is on Breitbart headline: Anheuser Busch loses more than six billion in market value following trans because that. Pardon me. The the first numbers are starting or to emerge, and they said over the weekend they'll get so their their uh, distributors reports will come out this mm-hmm. weekend from from this week. And I I mean, and this I'm I'm not I'm stating the obvious. I'm not obviously Albert Einstein here, and you don't need to be. They're going to be horrible. Oh I, yeah, they're going to be awful. Well, you know, they said during the week that it wouldn't hurt them, and you know that they were expecting maybe an increase in sales and. Well, the guy that, that I told happen. you on the last episode that was in here talking that nonsense, like it's free advertising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so now, retroactively, and I think we mentioned this too, Jack Daniels had been doing this, and yes. now Jack Daniels is facing a backlash because, and dude, God bless Kid Rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he sounded the alarm, and if, if as many people in, in all those big uh, entertainment industries weren't scared of the system, they'll cancel them because he can't, like, <laughs> like, he just helped himself, like, Mm-hmm. He. This was a, a absolute full fledged win win for him, except that he can't drink Bud Light anymore. But well, yeah, I, I saw John Rich on on Fox earlier. He was talking about uh, their their bar downtown Nashville. Eighty percent of their sales, majority, overwhelming majority of their sales was Bud Light, and now it's dropped out. It's dropped out the off the down through the floor. They can't give. They can almost not give it away. He says it's all of our Bud Light stock is going to go bad because nobody's buying it. I saw the video. A guy used a steamroller to. to I saw that too. That and that was like a parking lot full of of beer, and so it was like running out to the gutter. That was a lot of beer. But I'm sure the APA will probably be calling him pretty soon. Yeah, yeah that's a, a safe bet. But you know, if Kid Rock, you know, if other people would sound the alarm to the extent that he did, I mean, they could really, really turn the tide on this. But there's other reasoning. Behind this, but and we'll get to that. But you have another video from who? It's another female. Yeah, this is Bud Light's vice president. Okay, let's hear it. Is, is she Asian? Because she sounds yeah, like she the, the 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 wind woman that well during the COVID stuff that was on CNN. She's Asian. Yeah, how do I know that? You ready? I'm ready. Tickles me watching these men pour their Bud Lights down the sink. Bud Light, all Bud products. Or drive over them with their trucks or. Pew pewing assault rifles. Pew 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 pew. Think that Anheuser Busch, with all the research that they do and the millions of dollars that they sink into marketing, didn't calculate and account for you to have a temper tantrum and drop off as customers? They knew exactly what they were doing. They know that Gen Z, as they get older and older, are starting to age into drinking age. They know that Gen Z is far more enlightened and accepting and woke, as you call it. Embrace the LGBTQ plus community. So sacrificing you? No brainer. So Anheuser-Busch and companies like Anheuser-Busch, really, they're just they're just playing the long game by aligning their views with their future customers' views. So- now, I want to have a conversation. Okay, so go ahead. No, so got it. they're willing to lose customers who look forward to going to the bar and getting a drink. 
and the customers who look forward to going and having a drink, watching the game, or customers that go bowling and look forward to having a pitcher of Bud Light. Or, or the guys that are buying 12- and 24-pack cases and uh, drinking them in the garage, watching a football yeah. game in the house, having a barbecue. Yeah, going to Party Cove or something, you know. Sure. Yeah. And oh. I don't know about you, but I, There's going to be some Bud Light and partying in some coves. Some, not the kind you're talking about. <laughs> I, I heard that the, the, the younger generations are becoming more and more conservative. That, that's the last yes. thing I heard. Right. I, I've heard that, too, but the... Uh, I think I need to adjust this mic here. Which one? Number two. Okay, sorry. Um, I, I'm just confused and confounded. What like playing the long game? But so like, a, and, and again, we'll get to it in a minute. I'm, I'm trying to keep my my thought process uh, concentrated here, but I don't want to like in in my profession. I would like to not alienate any business. I'd like. Uh, unfortunately, with what I do, you you kind of sometimes have to fixate on more commercial stuff with limited manpower, and, and go for the bigger things that are that equate to more profit with limited resources. But if we had the resources to suck up every dollar from every person that needed to buy what we're selling, that would be ideal as long as it's all profitable, right? But you don't purposefully antagonize and write somebody off as a calculated maneuver for a, a long term business plan. And dude, what do I? I'm I'm not the most business savvy person, but I've been at the same job 20 plus years and it, it entails selling. And right. so in the automotive industry, th- this is absolutely, a- this is beyond asinine. This is, and the, the proof is in the numbers. The numbers will flesh out and tell everything. You're an idiot. And so as, as they say, and I think you said earlier, you don't get woke, go broke. It's a testament to how objectionable people find all this nonsense the, Y'all keep forcing, 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 and, and we're still rejecting. And Gen Z, while they might be buying that now to a limited degree because their teachers have coerced them into believing these things, these things that it's not gonna last. You know, America had this in the '60s and '70s to to a certain extent. The the massive influx of liberal mindset, not to this degree sexually, that I'm aware of. Uh, this is probably the most uh, sexually abhorrent occurrence that that we've seen mm-hmm. and the, this is a flash in the pan as far as the way these children view it this transgenderism is not a long-term reality for anybody and like i've said many times on here before the the kids that are susceptible to this idiotic mindset and this this uh sick ideology or like the Marilyn Manson kids from our generation, you're you're not good at sports. Probably didn't, you know, on, on the other end of the scale, like band. Like you're not good at playing an instrument. Like you you can't skateboard or anything. So you're kind of like an outcast. It's not really good at anything. And so you just become a weird Marilyn Manson kid. Like since nobody wants to hang out with you, like, oh, I don't want to hang out with you either. Like I look weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like you have nothing going for you. So you attach to this. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not making fun or trying to disparage people that are, that are loner types that unfortunately can't find friends and probably have a bad home life. But this, because it's put in their face and they're, they're of course, by the teachers, this is what they latch onto. This is, this is the modern day Marilyn Manson kid of our generation is all this is. And Marketing to them in this way is is an absolute failure. And oh, they're playing the long game. You're never going to make it to the long mm-hmm. game because your brand would have have to survive the, to bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. Like so many other things in our society, that you've you've got to get from here to there. 
this isn't going to cut the mustard. How are you going to do that if you can't retain? You just alienated and you said you preferred to write them off. You think they didn't calculate this? Yeah, I think they didn't calculate it. They didn't calculate on a celebrity alarming the masses to what you were doing within this one singular specific instance. No, y'all did not calculate that in. And he blew the whistle on your asses. You got caught and now you're paying the freaking penalty. Because again, this is a direct reflection of how sick and tired. What was it that people always said about gay people? I don't care what you do. Just leave me alone. Get out of my face. Don't shove it down my throat. We're so far beyond the force feeding of the gay mafia media mm-hmm. that, and, and you got to realize, dude, it's all one ball of wax. Anti-whiteism, the Black Lives Matter, the whole manifesto was steeped in quote-unquote transgenderism. Black trans lives matter. Like, it wasn't even about actual black people. It, wasn't, it certainly wasn't about advancing black America in, in our country as, as, as a whole to lift them up, propel them, and give them the things they need to, to have success to the degree that they believe everyone else does. This is not what that was about. And Donald Trump had a, a pretty, what I thought, thorough and comprehensive and the best shot that black America, America would have been honestly given instead of the disingenuous uh, manipulation by the Democrat Party for the last however many decades, number one. Number two, the, these people come in and, and operate under the guise of, oh, we're helping black people the whole time. This is what it really was. It was never about black people. It was about this. And this is because think about it. That's how they rolled in because they attached all that to the BLM with the rainbow flags. Like they rolled it all together as one ball of wax. And what did black people get from this again? Nothing. What did, what did heterosexual straight working class black people attain from this? Nothing. Nothing. Damn right. Not a nothing. And so, but yeah, that's, I, I derived all that from what she just said. What? I know you got some thoughts on it. Well, I, she said Gen Z. Is Gen Z also part of the groups that want to go to the local breweries and drink the, the craft beers and all that stuff, or is it just the millennials? Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to say it's Gen Z as well because that, that, yeah. that's the trend right now. I think like right. Basically like the pretentious coffee shop with beer. Right. And I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't see her reasoning behind what she said. You know, you know, screw you guys. We'll go to Gen Z. Well, Gen Z is not going to you in the first place because you got crappy beer. Yes, supposedly. I don't know from experience, but it's mediocre, cheap beer. That this right. it's it's a go to that people were used to, and trying to detach what that what she referred to as this out of touch stuff. Like the dude rednecks, working class blue collar rednecks love Bud Light. They loved it, mm-hmm. and you just you you. It's basically, spit in their face. You did. You spit right in their eye, dude. Because to to redneck beer drinkers for lack of a better term, that's somewhat of an intimate thing. Like this is your brand. You've drank your whole life and you just spit my face on principle. I will like, and because, and we'll get into that later with another, maybe we can move it forward. Now I was going to try to keep stuff, you know, with the theme with the Democrat nut job wackos, but maybe we can move. We'll move this forward. Um, the Howard Stern one. Sorry. Uh, uh, did, did you complete your thought? I'm sorry. Um, there's one thing I wanted to clarify. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All these people who were talking about the pew, pew, pews yeah. and their assault rifles. Kid Rock was the only one that used an assault rifle. Right, the fully auto. Everyone else used a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah, fair. I um, like to be yeah. specific, specific on that. Uh, 
I actually had to make that, make that correction with my boss yesterday. Uh, Breitbart.com, Howard Stern, Rosie O'Donnell defend transgender Dylan Mulvaney over Bud Light deal. Quote, you want to be a woman, be a woman. And so this is the thing. They're, they're all confused about, and so help me maintain my train of thought as to why I move forward to this, which is the relationship between rednecks and their beer. <clears throat> so... Howard Stern and Rosie O'Donnell have, have separately defended transgender TikTok celebrity Dylan Mulvaney following widespread backlash over Mulvaney's promotional deal with Bud Light. In a recent episode of his radio show, Howard Stern responded to Kid Rock and Travis Tritt's decision to push back against Bud Light's parent company, Anheuser-Busch. Pardon me. Tritt announced he is no longer having Anheuser-Busch products on his touring hospitality rider while Kid Rock took a more dramatic approach by shooting up cases of Bud Light in, in a social media video, which was glorious. Howard Stern said he doesn't understand public opposition to a major corporation forcing transgender ideology on its customers. Quote, I thought there must be a piece of this story that I'm missing, Stern said, according to a Billboard report. I'm not bothered by gay people or transgender people. They don't impact my life. They don't hurt my life. I love when people are in love. You want to be a woman, be a woman. You want to be a dude, be a dude. Be whatever you effing want. As long as you ain't hurting anybody, I'm on your team. But they are hurting. They're coming after the kids. That would be the primary reason. Yeah, that would be the primary reason. But, like, dude, I could do an analysis of this single singular paragraph for an hour, Uh and I'll try not to, but there's a lot to unpack just in this one paragraph. And jump in anytime you want, by the way, like, if because I'll keep bloviating. You can jump in anytime you want. Just interrupt. I'm I'm just trying to remember rednecks and beer, so. (laughs) Thank you. So... (laughs) I thought that there must be a piece of the story that I'm missing, Stern said. I'm not bothered by gay people or transgender people. There's a difference here. Like, I'm not bothered by gay people or transgender people. I'm not bothered by gay people either. Like, as long as you leave me alone. The right. transgender yeah. stuff, it bothers me. It's, it's, it's extremely abnormal and weird. It, 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 is, it is sick. It's, um, it's coercion. And so, so that's the thing. Like, you're talking about... Uh, She's talking about marketing. How mu- so? How much of the population is "quote unquote" transgender, and how much how much of the population sympathizes with it, and how long will that sympathy last when they reach adulthood? That will change for a very wide swath of that that um, generation. They don't impact my life. They don't hurt my life, and that's the thing. Like you, you're trying to. That's not the reasoning people are using. It doesn't impact my life. It doesn't hurt my life. It didn't hurt my life either, but it's, 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 it's intellectually dishonest. It's, it's, uh, it's patronizing to expect that it's a bridge too far. If I'm drinking this my whole life and you go and make that maneuver, the redneck in his beer, they don't want that to be infected with, with this nonsense. You've tainted a once loved brand. Mm-hmm. They can't forgive it, and I don't blame them. Like, it cannot be forgiven. You went and put this this sicko, and think about how they talk about women's rights and everything else, and then you have this clown, this freakish clown, and we'll watch one of his things later in, in our segment, behaving the way he does. Like, no woman acts like this. And look, with the Dylan Mulvaney thing, we, we were talking about this dude last year when he was at the White House when Jin Psaki was still the yeah. press secretary. So, mm-hmm. like, we, we're not, like... I'm not super familiar with the guy, but he's also not completely new to, to, to us on our show. But so 
that's what the the redneck that loved his beer is seeing. Like you put this guy that's making a complete mockery of women, my beer, and everything else, and you expect me to. You just think that I would accept this. And what they're saying is, Nah, dude, I'm not good with this. And see, this is the difference. Do be whatever you effing want as long as you ain't hurting body on your team. Well, that's you. But I'm not allowed to say that I disagree with this. You're not allowed. Mm-hmm. According to Howard Stern and Rosie O'Donnell and a multitude of other leftist nut bars, I'm not allowed. Like, my opinion is because I'm a straight white guy. The anti-whiteism, the anti-man, is you're, you're not allowed to have your own f- opinion. Mm-hmm. Why, why not? My opinion's invalid. Only yours is valid. And I'm a scumbag because I think this is... Obje- All these people, just like that woman said... You're alienating us and saying, giving us the middle finger because they don't want that beer anymore because they disagree with what you're doing. We're, you're allowed to disagree. And you guys will be financially penalized because of that disagreement. It's a beautiful thing. I say they have been financially yeah. penalized. Oh, yeah, they, they, they have, and they will continue to be. Right. Bud Light will... I think it's a foregone conclusion. Bud Light will cease to exist. Maybe. <clears throat> I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I forgot. They knew that there would be at least a small amount of objection. They Again, they did not bank on the fact that a celebrity would blow this completely out of the water and expose it right. and go viral doing it. And that's why they're saying, oh, he shot it up with the gun. Yeah. And that spectacle is one of the things that helped it in going viral and spread the message. Mm-hmm. And so it's great because you combine a multitude of things that they detest, a gun being one of them. I think this just a. I think this goes to show how much people really love H&K. That's that's what it's all about. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, it's MP5. <laughs> Everybody loves them, right? With some doodads hanging off it. Oh, I've, I I sh- I've, I've shot many a people with a with one of those on PUBG Mobile. <laughs> so let's oh, see. Oh, I, I know what I was going to say. Maybe Gen Z will step up to the plate and prove her right and, and, and save the brand, you know? Maybe. I'm not going to hold my breath, but. Hey, man, cool. If it works out for you, good for you. Like, I, I would still disagree with it, and I also feel extremely confident that's absolutely not going to happen because, again, man, oh, we're, we're playing the long game. Again, you could have done that, but the exposure by Kid Rock, mm-hmm. basically, the he, he, it was, uh, what was the Rambo movie where they took out the bridge, whatever one that one was? Um, that's basically what they did, or Kid Rock did, Kid Rock took out the bridge you had from between now and Gen Z of drinking age over the next 10 years. He just he blew that up. You had to bridge that gap. And the thing that was going to assist you is that was this not being exposed to the level it is. So that would have been a slow, this would have been a slower change for them. Mm-hmm. No, he killed all that. He shot that bridge to pieces. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. I don't know. Let's see if we will do this one. Now we will. I know this is a little bit fragmented, and these this uh, because I moved that forward, and the flow of these stories probably won't make sense. I'll try to tie it all together. Hold on a second. Sure. With the the whole Bud Light thing, doing we'll get back to the Bud Light in, in our yeah. signature segment, but Do, doing his picture on the cans. I wonder how many people realize why they did that. Do, do y'all have y'all seen the video of him? Yeah, because it was uh, celebrating three, three, yeah, yeah, three hundred sixty, yeah. which makes it even worse. He's not a woman, right? Uh-huh. That, and, and again, that's what I'm saying. People find that absolutely insulting. Yes, that, like, that's the most. insulting So not part. only did you tarnish the brand, you tarnished the brand with this absolute sick nonsense. I mean, yeah, if you want to put his face on a can, fine. If you want to put his face on a can and sell it at, at, at uh, clubs where they do drag shows and stuff, fine. 
I've got no problem with that. Go ahead and do it. But to celebrate him becoming, and I'm doing air quotes in case y'all can't see me, a woman, or 365 days of being a woman, it's, it's, it's crap. He's not a woman. Day zero. Right. So you, what you're saying is if they would have just said we're putting it on here for the sake of putting it on there and celebrating this dude or whatever, you like. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's, it's their thing. Sell it, sell it to them. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that they're calling him a woman. Yeah, that, that's what gets me. Yeah, and I think that probably is what gets a lot of people. Right. But and and but I think in conjunction with again the, their uh, full court press to push this stuff onto the children, mm-hmm. that's that plays a significant fact. Obviously, that plays the biggest factor in my opinion. But we'll 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 get back to that because uh, I think we have yeah we have, we have his latest ad, which we'll get to that later. Uh, we are on Gateway Pundit. And, again, this will all make sense. I'll title together, trust me. J.P. Morgan, CEO. And I've, this is one of the things that I've called for years and years and years. Uh, I, this is a foregone conclusion. I thought it would be another pretense of uh, equity and equality and all that. but And that will be one aspect to it, I'm sure. J.P. Morgan, CEO, recommends taking private land from Americans to accelerate green energy policies. Jamie Dimon the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the largest banks in the U.S., is advocating for the forcible seizure of American land. In an annual shareholders, shareholders letter, he advised that seizing private property might help the U.S. cope with the climate crisis. Calforts. Yeah. Mm, Cal yeah. yeah. 100% fed up reports. The CEO began his letter by admitting to shareholders that the pandemic and the Ukraine war have taken a toll on the bank. Across the globe, 2022 was another year of significant challenges from a terrible war in Ukraine and growing geopolitical tensions, particularly with China. To a politically divided America, almost all nations felt the effects of global economic uncertainty, including higher energy and food prices, mounting inflation rates and volatile markets, and of course, COVID-19's lingering impacts. Is COVID-19 really actually having lingering impacts? I see a lot of masks here lately again. Uh, I saw quite a few today. Yeah, idiots. <clears throat> There's a new strain out, I guess, that's supposed to be really super contagious. Watch, I'll catch it next week. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond continued, quote, while all of these experience and associated turmoil have serious ramifications on our company, colleagues, clients, and the countries in which we do business, there are consequences on the world at large with the extreme suffering of the Ukrainian people and the potential restructuring of the global order. And this is what I want to fixate on. The potential restructuring of the global order are far more important then Demond surprised shareholders when he brought an update on specific issues facing our company under the climate complexity and planning subsection and spoke on eminent domain. Eminent domain is legal theory enabling governments to seize private property for public use. The property owner's reimbursement for their possessions is generally less than the value of the property was ta- that was taken. Following previous climate fear mongers like Al Gore, D- Diamond, I'm not saying Diamond, it's D-M-O-N, Demond, Diamond, that's a weird name. Warn shareholders that time is running out. The window for action, quote, the window for action is to avert the costliest impacts of global climate change is closing. We've How long have they been saying this? 90s. No, they've been saying this uh-huh. since the 70s. Well, they've been saying climate change yeah. for a little while, but it started out as global, global cooling, warming. then yeah. global warming, then uh, climate change. He added, quote, to expedite progress, governments, businesses, and non-governmental organizations need to align across a series of practical policy changes that comprehensively address fundamental issues that are holding us back. Massive global investment in clean energy technologies must be done and must continue to grow year over year. (laughs) 
Hang on, bear with me. There it is. He described the need to employ practical policy changes and said that that could include utilizing eminent domain to take private property in order to fight climate control. Quote, at the same time, permitting reforms are desperately needed to allow investment to be done in any kind of timely way. We may even need to evoke eminent domain. Riley Moore from West Virginia uh, tweet, J.P. Morgan CEO wants to use eminent domain to build more wind and solar farms. If you think food and energy prices are bad now, just wait until the government starts seizing farmland to build solar panels. This kind of thinking poses an existential threat to the middle class. Diamond, who has yet to offer his own private property to govern for less than its value, tried to make a suggestion sound less tyrannical and extremely, I'm sorry, and extreme by saying, quote, green energies are not advancing quickly enough. All that to say, so. All that to say, tell me you want to start a fight without telling me you want to start a fight. Absolutely, dude. And, again, I'm going to tie that into this because he's talking about global restructuring. And this is, uh, this, this is, uh, so everybody's confused, like, why those marketing people would do what they did, why all these companies, like, quote-unquote, going woke. And uh, this is a little bit long, so... I might just start to run these sentences together here at, towards the end. Um, but I think this is one is worth the, uh, I think this is worth reading because this is the clearest and most concise explanation of why these stupid decisions are being made. And of course is monetary. This is on the New York post. And the headline is inside the CEI system, pushing brands to endorse celebrities like Dylan Mulvaney. And so this also kind of proves what we were saying about with undercover mothers and how, the NAIS and the SIAS and all these splinter factions, if there's accreditation that they use, fixates on affluent people's children. And this is a, a larger, um, this operates in the same way. And uh, we'll get into it here. Let's see. Executives at companies like Nike, Anheuser-Busch, and Kate Spade, whose brand endorsements have turned controversial trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney and today's woke it girl aren't just virtue signaling. They're handing out lucrative deals to what were once considered fringe celebrities because they have to or risk failing an all-important social credit score that could make or break their businesses. At stake is their corporate equity index, or CEI, score, which is overseen by the Human Rights Campaign, the largest LGBTQ plus political lobbying group in the world. And so whenever I've talked about this political lobby and how bully they are, here you have it. This is how this stuff works. They're tyrannical thugs. <clears throat> HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, which has received millions from George Soros' Open Society Foundation, amongst others, issues report cards for America's biggest corporation via the CEI, awarding or subtracting points for how well companies adhere to what HRC calls its rating criteria. Businesses that attain the maximum 100 total points earn the coveted title Best Place to Work for LGBTQ Equality. 15 of the top, for, top fortune-ranked companies received 100% ratings last year, according to HRC data. More than 840 U.S. companies racked up high CEI scores, according to the latest report. The HRC, which was formed in 1980 and started the CEI in 2002, is led by Kelly Robinson, who was named as the president in 2022 and worked as a political organizer for Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. Remember, when President Barack Obama campaigned in 2008, he campaigned on traditional marriage. No. And, and, 
and she worked for him. Oh. Now he changed on that, obviously, <clears throat> because he was married to a transgender. You're, uh, you're misremembering. That's that's not true. So, uh, and I say that to prove how how steeped in communism this really is, because people always said he was a socialist. He's not a socialist. He's a he's a communist. The HRC lists five major rating criteria. That's a big booger. Sorry. The HRC lists five major rating criteria, each with its own lengthy subsets for companies to gain or lose CEI points. Here's your woke rating. Woke rating advocacy group Human Rights Campaign introduced the 100-point corporate equity index to score companies in their inclusiveness. And see... You have you had stuff like this with undercover mothers. They were finding in the like, that accreditation system required these same types of criteria for your schools, and they implemented it slowly. So the 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 format is very similar. It's a frog in the pot type deal, right? Yes. Workforce protection. Workforce protections. Five points possible. No discrimination to employment. I'm sorry for employment for sexual orientation or gender identity. And people that, that would, would make hay about this are like one of my clients, it's, it's a large corporation that does uh, a lot of artistic stuff. And there's a lot of they, thems, they're green hair and all that stuff. And the type of person that tries to draw attention by them, to themselves with said green hair and with oddball dress code because they want somebody to like, you know what I mean? It's like they want somebody to say something, you know, so they can be offended and then turn pursue, them into HR. Yeah, pursue it. Two, inclusive benefits, 50 points possible. Criteria here includes providing health care for sex-sex couples. So I guess that means same sex. Number three, supporting an inclusive culture, 25 points possible, including, quote, gender-neutral dress codes and trans-inclusive restroom facilities policy. God help us all. Number four, corporate social responsibility, 20 points possible. Marketing or advertising to LGBTQ consumers, which would include Nike and Bud Light's use of transgender spokesperson Dylan Mulvaney. So now you start to see how a lot of this stuff is happening and why these decisions are being made. Responsible citizenship, negative 25. Points deducted if a company gives money to organizations whose primary mission includes advocacy against LGBTQ equality, which is not defined but could include Christian groups. 100% Christian groups. Yes. How are how are they not equal? I'm sorry. I mean, against equality for for LGBTQ people, mm-hmm. how are they not equal to us? You know, oh, I, because I, you're not glorifying and sanctifying and promoting, lifting up and worshiping at the altar of the gay lobby. Oh, they're they're, they're getting treated better than we are. I mean, no, so, well, and that's the thing. They moved, and I said this a long time ago. They they tried to equate. Being gay, homosexual, because they say they're born that way, with being black, which is an absolute insult. Mm-hmm. And people lose sight of the reality that slavery existed in the United States. It was very ugly. It was a foul, nasty thing. I had this conversation with somebody that had done a distasteful thing sometime recently. It didn't really piss me off, but um, it, it's not wise, and it's not a good thing to be flippant about what occurred here based off modern black culture and what you find, what you might disagree with in, in modern black culture to, to discount what actually happened. I'm not saying that we should be making re, like reparations or anything like that for to, to, to people today for what happened then. But to equate this to that is, is just absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, but all of this is re- everything around surrounding this is ridiculousness. And it's meant to be just like the general that called just now, like, 
this is all being done. But it's, I mean, it's real. Like the phone call is real. This is real. This is really what's happening. The phone call was 100% legitimate. <laughs> like you saw the phone number. It was like, couldn't even discern what kind of, what the, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. So I'm going to save that number though. <clears throat> the main categories are workforce protections, inclusive benefits, supporting an inclusive culture, corporate social responsibility, and responsible citizenship. A company can lose CEI points if it doesn't fulfill HRC's demand for integration of intersectionality in its professional development skills-based or other training. That was a quote. Or if it doesn't use a, quote, su- supplier, and I've, I've, I've seen this firsthand, by the way, supplier diversity program with demonstrated effort to include certified LGBTQ plus suppliers. I could get a lot of government contracts if I just became gay, I yeah. guess. And if you didn't do business with me, I would sue you, mm-hmm. right? Right. I mean, get, get the get the big companies to force the smaller companies to step in line. That's that's basically what it's. Yes. You know, if you want to do business with our multi billion dollar companies, you're going to do this, this, yes. and this, and you're going to you're going to smile about it. James Lindsay, a political podcaster who runs a site called New Discourses, told the Post that the human rights campaign administers the CEI ranking. Quote, like an extortion racket like the mafia. It doesn't just sit back passively either. HRC sends representatives to corporations every year telling them what kind of stuff. This is, again, the same thing that these uh, the NAIS accreditation does. HRC sends representatives to corporations every year telling them what kind of stuff they have to make visible at the company. They give them a list of demands, and if they don't follow through, there's a threat that you won't keep your CEI score. Again, the pattern and format is the exact same because these people are thugs, and because that's the thing, forced acceptance that you referred to a few weeks ago, that's this. The CEI is lesser-known part of the burgeoning ESG, Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance, Ethical Investing Movement, increasingly pushed by the country's top three investment firms, and this is where we get into the meat and potatoes of it. ESG funds investing companies that oppose fossil fuels, push for unionization, and stress racial and gender equity over merit in hiring and board selection. And that's how stupid-ass decisions like this one get made. As a result, some American CEOs are more concerned about pleasing BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street Bank, who are among the top shareholders of the most, I'm sorry, of most American publicly traded corporations, including Nike, Anheuser-Busch, and Kate Spade, than they are about irritating conservatives, numerous sources told The Post. And that woman has said, has said as much in that video. This week, Mulvaney's new ad campaigns with Bud Light and Nike ruffled the feathers of critics from country stars Travis Tritt and Kid Rock. Kid Rock's not country. Who tweeted a video of himself shooting cases of Bud Light. <clears throat> Even Caitlyn Jenner, who said of Nike, it's a shame to see such an iconic American company go so woke. This is an outrage. Is it not an outrage that they use child slave labor to build a, a significant shoes. portion of their shoes? Yeah. No, no, no. It's and that's the thing, human rights campaign. The human rights campaign doesn't give a flying rat's ass about you know, equity and how much of your money is funneled into production in China by child slave labor. Right. You say nothing of the slavery that, that exists today throughout the Middle East, China, North Korea, silence. Across the continent of Africa, that stuff still exists. Nothing, silence. Because you really don't give a shit about people. No. At all. You never did. You, you are sick, control, control freaks, power-hungry tyrants is what you are. 
Mulvaney, 26, who transitions from male to female. We don't need to talk about that. We'll get into that later. Uh, but neither Kid Rock nor even Mulvaney, who are America's top or who America's top execs are trying to impress, experts say, quote, the big fund managers like BlackRock all embrace this ESG orthodoxy and how they apply pressure to top corporate management teams and boards, and they determine, in many cases, executive compensation and bonuses and who gets reelected or reappointed to boards. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, say that reverse. Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Salami. Salami. Who is running for a president as a Republican author and authored Woke Inc. Inside America's Social Justice Scam told The Post. They can make it very difficult for you if you don't abide by their agendas. And there's the uh, weird-looking bimbo that worked on the Obama campaign. Looks like that that might be a biological man, right? It could possibly that, be. If that's a woman, that's a Michelle Obama-sized woman. <laughs> I mean, a Mike, Mike Obama, whatever. Big Mike? Big Mike. I'll tell you what, that's what got John Rivers killed. Oh, because she saw the penis. Well, she told everybody, and like a few weeks later, right? She was dead. Everybody knows that Michelle is a man. There's some very compelling evidence. We've talked about this years ago on the show, and it's like Pringles can-size evidence here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In 2018, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, who oversees assets worth $8.6 trillion, has been called... The face of ESG wrote a now infamous letter to CEOs titled A Sense of Purpose that pushed a new model of governance in line with ESG values. Quote, society is demanding that companies both public and private serve a social purpose, Fink wrote. To prosper over time, every company must not only deliver financial performance, but also show how it makes a positive contribution to society. That is complete horse crap. That, that positive contributions to society have no, no forbearance on profitability. That's absolutely stupid. Do you care about that when you go to purchase a product? No. no. Like, dude, I love American-made tools, that are, which are hard, which I usually buy vintage stuff. But uh, I was looking for a new three-pound sledgehammer last year. Uh, East Wing, they had one, a three-pound at Home Depot, so I'm looking through it, and which I love the way this looks. I know it's made in China. Turn around, made in America. Dude, boom. Like, all I care about is American. If I'm looking, I'm just using tools as the example. Uh, pick anything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The last thing I give a flying rat's ass about is this. Like, uh, hmm, what have they contributed? I want you to contribute me a badass sledgehammer. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. I don't care about, that's the only contribution I need from you. I'm giving you my money for this American-made sledgehammer. It's not going to fall apart. It was made here. That's all I care about. This never once crossed my mind. Never thought about it. Nope. Like, I wonder what these guys do with their waste. They pour it in the river. That's cool. Whatever. No, pour it in the river, but well, just I mean, don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's only illegal if you get caught, right? Uh, I was trying to think of the Bart Simpson quote. It's similar, anyway. But eat my shorts. No, not that one. Fink also let it be known that if the company doesn't engage with the community and have a sense of purpose, it will ultimately lose the license to operate from key stakeholders. That's the kicker. In December, Florida pulled $2 billion worth of state assets managed by BlackRock. Quote, I think it's undemocratic of major asset, yeah, asset managers to use their power to influence societal outcomes, Governor Ron DeSantis said at the time. Fink has denied that ESG is political, but key staff managing the ESG operations worked in the Obama administration and donate to Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. In his first veto, President Joe Biden last month rejected a GOP-backed bill that sought to block ESG investing. 
especially in pension funds, where critics say American retirement funds will be sacrificed to a radical left-wing agenda, and that's one of the scariest parts. Protesters in Paris targeted BlackRock's office there this week due to the company's role in managing and privatizing pensions, which are at the heart of the French government's recent retirement age reforms. ESG and CEI proponents say that adhering to socially conscious values when investing and managing a company will make the world a better place. No. Explain how. Like, because in your sick mind, you're, again, you're going to put these... The, remember the masks we talked about they want to put on the cows? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm assuming there would be a diaper too to maybe contain the farts like a catalytic converter on a car. Maybe I just invented that because I don't think they did say that, and I should invent it and get lots of money and then do this. Yeah, and, just sell it to them. Yeah, and I'll be, but that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll be contributing, con- contributing to society, and I'll be him. They have them made in China by child slave labor, which is what they want. I would love to see your ESG score. Oh, my <laughs> ESG score is terrible. Reversos is worse than mine. He makes really terrible jokes. They're very off color. Oh, that is what it is. He's thug life. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> Derek Creefels is the co-founder of the CEO of State Financial Officers Foundation, one of the several financial officers fighting ESG on a national level. He calls ESG itself a highly subjective political score infiltrating all walks of life, forcing progressive policies on everyday Americans and resulting in higher prices at the pump and at the store. The Corporate Equality Index is an ominous cog in ESG's wheels, Kreifels told The Post. Quote, The problem with measures like CEI and its big brother ESG is that it introduces an incentive structure outside the bounds of business, often in ways contradictory to fiduciary duty, Kreifels said. Whether Anheuser-Busch was trying to cash in on Dylan Mulvaney's TikTok following or chasing higher CEI ratings for inclusivity, the backlash has been significant and the stockholders to whom the company is obligated will, will feel the pinch. I hope they do. Was that worth the read? Yeah. I thought so. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Uncle Thomas to introduce our signature segment. Can you remember it all? No. (sighs) You got reverse. Oh, you got it. Do you remember it? This week in Idiot. Hughes nut job, ladies and gentlemen. This weekend, this you messed me up. This week in idiot, this week in cross dressing, idiot confused, moron, pervert, democrat, nut job, wackos. He's a fag. He's a fag. Y'all don't look pumped up enough, to be honest with you. He's a fag. Yeah, now you look like you're ready. This is going down, and it's not a good one. Do what now? So I know what road this is going down. That's not a good one. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to have a good time. It's the road we don't want to travel. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. uh, I'd pause this to to take a a water uh, booger pick break. And uh, Uncle Thomas, I I said, hey, dude, if you want to see this video, I'm going to have to tilt the thing your way. And he said some curse words about how he didn't want to see it. So this is... uh, the latest. <laughs> it's uh, look. 
I will say this about Dylan Mulvaney. It, 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 he looks like Mark Roper a little bit. The the guy from NASA the, the, oh, on really? YouTube. Yeah. The, uh, is it Roper or Rober? Either one. The guy that does the glitter bomb yeah, package. I, yeah. Things. Yeah. He kind of looks like him in the face, especially in this. Like, And... Uh, I, I do. Have you watched this reverso? No, I haven't. Oh, because I'm I'm eager. I have watched it, and I'm eager to see. It's like a minute, and so uh, I apologize because it's just, like you won't be able to. I don't think it really talks much. It's just a video of this idiot sitting in the bathtub with Bud Light being on hold, and uh, it sounds like why do you have a bra on? Because dude, you don't have boobs, and if you did, it wouldn't even matter because they're not real. I mean, not that I want to see them. Like I guess busted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, anyway, he's sitting in the tub with a top on, like a halter top, right? With a necklace. And they, I mean, what, what would you describe his character? Like his, how he acts like it's, cause it's not a woman. It's like a mix between like, it's a, you act like a, a, a flamboyant, like the caricature of a, of a stereotypical yeah. gay guy. Right. Like, you know yeah. It's like this horrendous caricature, and it's 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 almost like he's 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 asking quietly, "How much of this can I get away with?" Yeah, and I thought that to myself that man, this has got to be a freaking put on, dude. This dude is doing this to make money. This is this ain't there. It's not real. There's no way. Like this guy, he's he's got he's fooling everybody and making millions doing it's. He's. He's making bank, dude. So, the uh, let's see. It's not the first video. It's uh, I got it pulled up down here. All right, go ahead. I want to watch. I want to watch you watch it. <laughs> Drinking warm water before bed. Oh. That's an ad that we're not getting paid for. Thousands of men are regaining control. No, and was this an incontinence ad? Describe what you're saying. I don't even... It's sitting in a tub doing some kind of shimmy drinking a beer. It's not <laughs> it's actually dancing. drinking the beer. No, it's, like... it's dancing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we need that? a reaction cam on this one. This is... Re- you can stop it if you want. I prefer that you watched it. Take as much as you can. We thank you for your patience. And it's shot, like, very low budget, yeah, too. like... Oh, I wish he would just put his head all the way under the water and not come up. Sorry, are you still there? <laughs> Look, you can see his mustache when they zoom in. <laughs> Gotta shave better, bro. Have, have you seen the old video of his appearance on The Price is Right? Uh-uh. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, my, God. Oh my goodness. Reverso. I, I'm, we're going to need to look at that. Yeah, you need to You need to see that. Let me, let me see if I can Google it over here. Let's see. Yeah, he... Uh, it's very uh, animated, I guess you could say. Well, this is when he was a gay guy. I, I guess. Okay. I thought it was binary before this or some stupid. I want to see your reaction to watching this video. This is right episode. Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> now, this will not play through the soundboard. Oh, goodness. He won. Yeah, he, he actually won something. So, this is five minutes of this on a Christmas special. Is this correct? Yeah, I think so. You want me to... Play it through the soundboard. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Hang on. Wow. Come on down. You're the next contestant on the Price is Right. Oh! Dylan, how you doing? Oh my God, this is the best day of my life. 
Welcome to the show. Nice to see you. Uh, hey, George, how about a prize that everybody can get on? Listen. A dollar. A dollar. Actual retail price is $2,040. Dylan. Okay. Obviously, this dude is extremely disturbed, dude. They should have just Dylan, how you doing? choked him out right there. Say, uh, I think y'all are watching different videos. How you doing? So, I was talking to you earlier. Wait till, wait till you see where he gets to the end. I'm an instructor, and I do musical theater. Well, thanks for bringing the energy, Dylan. Thank you. We have something pretty cool for you behind the door here. What do we got, George? We're going to entertain you with a whole new game room. This foosball table features sturdy five-inch leg levelers with a rubber bottom to ensure a flat surface and semi-solid stainless steel. I bet I get a piece of that rubber bottom. Yeah. Foosball tables. He wants one to door number two. Style pool table <laughs> a beautiful espresso finish. A deluxe accessory kit is included, made in the USA by Golden West Billiards. Plus, this dual shot electronic basketball game from Papa Shot features infrared optical for accurate <laughs> scoring. Accessories are included. It's prize worth eight thousand. He's wearing reindeer. So we already told you the price of the prize because you don't need to know the price. You have to know the price of some groceries. Do, do grocery shopping? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Well, the guy Chris right there in the mask and the shield over there, uh, he's the game producer. His job is to go to the grocery store and find two grocery items with the exact same price. You know how hard that is? Really good. He's got to be up and down the aisle all day. And then he found two more with the same price. And then he found another pair with the same price. There's three pairs okay. with the exact same price. All you have to do, Dylan, to win that brand new game room is to pick one pair with the exact same price. Are we seriously price. watching all this? <laughs> I'll stop it. Fast forward to 328. Uh, I potatoes before in my life. Can you tell, them what, tell us what they are? I'm glad I showed He's standing like a, an absolute weirdo. I, okay, I think I'm done. Oh, he keeps falling on the floor and rolling around and spinning and running. Oh, here it goes. I'm going to say the soup. Soup. Five ninety nine. It's pretty fancy. Yeah, this is... is... Yes! You got oh, it. my Dylan's goodness. Dylan's a winner. Dylan, nice job, man. Look at that. Uh, we're gonna spin the wheel right after this. Don't what? Go away, <laughs> this is the worst thing I've. Oh, I. Oh, they should take that pool stick and beat him with it. Good God! Just acting like a moron. This is what we used to call an attention whore. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. they keep the camera on him, like. Just encourage it. Yeah. Encourage that kind of behavior. Now he's rowing. <laughs> <laughs> he he's rowing it. around with the pool stick. <laughs> now, okay, now he's riding the bull. You know he wants to sit on it. Grabbing those balls. <laughs> now he's spinning the wheel. Okay, I like. I always like. I always wanted to spin that wheel. To be honest with you, I, I, I did too. My grandma and used to love fortune. Yes. She would have spun it, and his spinal cord ripped out of his back. <laughs> Been great if he didn't let go of it and just sucked him up underneath there. Who do you want to say hi to? Big thank you to my musical tour family, my CCM friends, my mom and dad, and to my future soulmate. I can't wait to meet you. Thank you. Your future soulmate is Kid Rock. (laughs) Bud Light. (laughs) Well, okay, that's enough. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm tapping out. I gotta see what happens after the wheel stops. Can you imagine if he landed on a dollar? 
I can't remember what happens if it, you land on the dollar. If you land on the dollar, I think the first time you get a thousand dollars and you get to spend again. And if you land on the dollar again, you get ten thousand. If you land on the the one above or below the dollar, you get five thousand. I, I can't remember. I haven't watched it in so long. Yeah. God. I always remembered watching the Bozo Show. And at the uh-huh. end, like they'd have like cool toys, like the Transformer. If you get like that, you throw the ball into the buckets, uh-huh. and they got like six buckets. And like, I always thought it was hilarious because like the first bucket's literally right there. You just drop the ball. Uh-huh. But Bozo the Clown, <clears throat> who could easily be, com- easily be confused with, actually, no, Bozo was way better than this idiot. <laughs> he did it. Like they couldn't believe it. Like, oh my God, it's like this big thing. Like, oh my God, he did it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I-, I find it funny that last week you were talking about being. Uh, afraid of clowns a little bit, and you, you love to watch Bozo the Clown. Oh, Bozo had the Transformers, dude. That's all that mattered. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Transformers. So you're easily purchased or oh, yeah. swayed with Transformers. Oh, Transformers, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dukes of Hazard, Transformers. That was the two two big big things back then. And, uh, yeah. I, I remember those two and Mask. He-Man, but, I liked He-Man. He-Man, but I remember yeah. Mask where they had the cars that transformed into stuff. Yeah, I remember that one. Oh, love that yeah. show. Then you, there was the generic Transformers GoBots. <laughs> I didn't see Dude, that. I, they're high quality. I still have two of those. My kids actually play with them. They're beat to crap, but my kids play with them. So, yeah. That and Voltron. Yeah. The original, yeah, original one of my, Power Rangers. One of my customers had, uh, yeah, they had a bunch of General Lee stuff and then a Voltron figure. And, like, I, I nerded out and I kind of uh, overdid it because, like, he's like, oh, it's all for sale. But after I geeked out, like, I, I, he didn't want to sell it. So yeah, We used to have the Metal Voltron all five lions that you could put together. Yeah. Weighed like five or six pounds. Yeah, that's what he had. He, oh, had he, he does? Yeah, he's got it. Oh, I'm about to talk They're to him. They're not that expensive because uh, I looked them up on eBay. They're not too terribly expensive. I know. It's just nostalgic for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're back on Gateway Pundit, and uh, it's funny because the... He's a fag. If people don't know, that's James Gandolfini, and that's a, cl- that's a piece from uh, The Sopranos. And uh, Stephen Van Zant is... Uh, he's a character on there as well. Um but he's also uh, Bruce Springsteen's guitarist. Stephen Van Zant backtracks on call for genocide of Republican, quote, cockroaches. Springsteen guitarist now says he means exterminate at the ballot box, but still uses dehumanizing lang- language, maggots, like MAGA maggots. Oh, he's so yeah. smart. Yeah. <clears throat> After staying silent all day Monday, apparently waiting to see if his friends in the media would cover for him, they did. Bruce Springsteen's guitarist and Democrat activist Stephen Van Zant. On Tuesday, backtracked on his Easter Sunday call for Republican genocide, saying he really what he really meant to say was exterminated the ballot box when he said exterminate these cockroaches once and for all. But Van Zant continued using the dehumanizing language of genocide, calling Republicans maggots in Tuesday's message. So it's crazy, man. Like the, these people call other people Nazis, you know, the whole bunch of Nazi and all that, and dude, they they literally want to exterminate. 70, 80, 90 million people. That's, he would be fine with that. Like, that's how depraved and sick these wackos have become at the behest and manipulation of the propagandist media. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Van Zant tweeted and deleted on Sunday, quote, outrageous doesn't begin to describe the actions of these Republican white supremacists, scumbag cowards, and female genitalia that need guns to feel like real men. Gen Z, Gen Y, Gen X will unite. We're Gen X, right? Yes. God, I hope uh-huh. so. We'll unite and exterminate these cockroaches once and for all. 
On Tuesday, Van Zant replied to a poster who compared his rhetoric to the Rwanda genocide of the 1990s, a poster cited in the Atlantic Magazine article excerpt. Quote, the radio station RTLM allied with leaders of the government had been inciting Hutist against the Tutsi minority. I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm certain. Repeated, repeatedly describing the latter as Inyezi or cockroaches. Van Zant replied, in this case, the phrase was used as symbolism. I know you pathetic maggots don't have the intelligence to recognize that, but that's your problem. Don't project your mindless violence fantasies on this peace-loving hippie. Exterminate the, <laughs> at the ballot box was clearly what I meant. Yeah. If that's what you meant, why didn't you say yeah, it to begin yeah, with? Exactly. And, the, dude, the peace-loving hippie play, played that role for years. Uh, Van Zant was apparently given free reign by Springsteen to continue demonizing American citizens. He disagreed with Bruce Springsteen's always been a piece of shit. Disagrees with politically, he followed with inflammatory, dehumanizing language. Re- quote, racism, fascism, gun fetishism, misogyny, homophobia, jingoism, Christian extremism. <sighs> there it is. Immigrant prejudice, transphobia, and pro-Russian treason are not coming from both sides. All these pathologies are more and more are exclusively the diseases of the new Trump-DeSantis Republican Party. Quote, yeah, that too. Let's go to Nassif. Throw the Republicans the F out. Exterminate these cockroaches at the ballot box. Yeah. So that's that's the, that's the a real peace-loving hippie. What a charlatan, dude. So the, 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 the rich dude, white dude, right? Mm-hmm. Surrounded by men with guns, real men with guns, want to, wants to say that we feel like we need guns to be real men. This guy's never been in a fist fight in his life. I can tell by looking at him. He's got a gargantuan nose. He's a weird-looking guy. He looks like he's already dead, like he's been embalmed at the morgue. His face, I always thought I that when he's on The Sopranos. He's a very weird-looking guy. I've never seen The Sopranos, so I don't. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I, love, I love you call us white supremacists. You're a white apologist. How about I don't that? know if he... I, he might... They, he's he's mixed with something. Like, he's not 100% white, I don't mixed think. But. Good helping a dumb is what he is. Dumb or dung? Or both? Sure. Cool. And we will finish off with something positive for once. How about that? Positive's good. Positive's good. Okay, cool. Unless and this is a shocker. We're still on the gateway pundit. Sorry. <clears throat> Arkansas Governor Sarah Sanders. My uh, best friend actually just sent me this. Arkansas Governor Sarah Sanders signs bill banning parole for rapists, murderers, and human traffickers. So basically she's doing the opposite of everything we just discussed, like standing up for what's right. God bless her. Arkansas Governor Sarah Sanders has signed a bill banning parole for rapists, murderers, and human traffickers that protect our Arkansas Act. Did I just say Arkansas or Kansas? I think you said Arkansas. <laughs> okay. we, my wife has family from Kansas, and yeah. they get mad when I call it Kansas. That's funny. Like It's Arkansas. Why wouldn't it be Kansas? Is it Arkansas when you call it Kansas? What's the deal? Sorry. All good. Off the rail. The Protect uh, Protect Arkansas Act will prevent people from, I'm sorry, who commit first-degree murder, aggravated robbery, child pornography, possession, or 21 other felonies from being released early if their crimes were committed after 2024 when it goes into effect. The legislation will also require people convicted of several other felonies, including manslaughter or fentanyl delivery, to serve at least 85% of their prison sentences. Quote, the failed public safety status quo ends today in Arkansas, Sanders tweeted after signing the bill. No more revolving doors in our prisons. No more weak sentencing. No more unsafe streets. 
Sanders added, the Protect Arkansas Act is now the law of the land, empowering Arkansans with a safer, stronger state. The governor signed the bill while flanked by law enforcement officers. Sanders also signed the Fentanyl Enforcement and Accountability Act, which will allow drug dealers to be charged with murder if they deliver certain drugs that cause an overdose. Arkansas will now charge drug dealers with murder if they deliver certain drugs that cause an overdose, Sanders said. For the most heinous drug dealers who traffic fentanyl to children, we will charge them with life in prison. Kudos to her for that. One of the things that I was looking at, too, that didn't make the cut for time constraints, because Reverso has to get home to eat. Could have kept on going. Hmm? Could have kept on going. I'm just kidding. Uh, is that uh, the... Uh, Around San Francisco, some of the some of the legislators around there, one in particular that had been calling for defunding the police in 2020, is now at the uh, she's in session calling for more police. I saw in that her neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, we've been begging for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now they're pro law enforcement. All of a sudden, dude, let San Francisco just reach its what's already reached its natural end, basically, dude. It's a it's a literal feces filled piece of crap. And I mean, that's the thing you see a, like a literal piece of feces floating down the road then don't don't they have an app for yeah, yeah marking poo on the streets i wonder if if pelosi if they'd have the option to mark her <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> put an apple air tag on her and let it follow her around <laughs> yeah because she's a piece of crap right? right yeah so that's it ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening and take our poll if you see the poll take the poll right right if remember, i can remember five stars email Say again. Not just email your response. Yeah, well, you can't email your response, but if, if I'm able to put the poll up, which I think that I will be, can't be that hard. Uh, yeah, do that, please. And thank you, and we will talk to you next week. That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Because Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. Cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show. But that's too true for radio.